0: an odd question, sir. Why is this place called the spicy tuba? His eyes light up and
1: you hear a cry of, NO! go up around the tavern as he immediately dashes to the tuba in the hall.
2: <laughs> Julia is backing towards the exit. <laughs>
1: she, can't her,
0: she can't take her eyes off this. Cacophony also stands up, and she backs up as well, but like, kind of like a more elegant, I do not regret my decision sort of way. Yeah. He starts playing, and
1: you immediately notice two things. One is that his style is very avant-garde, one would dare say spicy,
0: (laughs) and the other is that there's definitely
1: a
2: flamethrower in the bell
1: of that tuba.
0: Holy shit! Cacophony (laughs) is charms. This is incredible. We have to go, we have to go, we have to go! (laughs) Well, you burn this place
2: huh? and it's going to be amazing <laughs> yeah, all the pirates in the room are immediately
1: like you have shot to their feet and are shouting for him to stop
0: <laughs> Kakashi very quietly leaves in the aftermath of this it's chaos like,
2: I'm just going to grab her hand and drag her out
1: <laughs> yeah you duck out just as you see the flames get a little bit too close to the rafters
0: <laughs> oh my god that was amazing that was incredible i'm so glad we asked okay now we have to leave very quickly otherwise we're gonna get blamed for this and and also captain bondar is gonna fucking kill me cacophony just keeps a hold just grabs jill by the arm and the two of them are just hightailing it for the for the ship absolutely all right and we're gonna duck down alleyways to hopefully lose any tails that's what she'll win she'll understands about losing tails yeah
1: you reach the kestrel you see a bit of smoke in the distance
0: <laughs> Cacophony giggles a little bit as she morphs You see, oh,
1: you see, you see up, you you up, the captain up, waiting for the
2: two of you, and then
0: her eyes drift over to the pillar of smoke. Everything's fine. Everything's fine.
2: Everything's definitely fine. That's not us. Don't
0: worry about it, Captain Bondo It was not us.
1: Do we have to leave right now? No. Probably. Okay. No. So. <laughs> And you can see that Kara is also lurking about waiting for the meeting to start.
0: Cacophony explodes into laughter again.
1: (laughs) Kara looks at Cacophony and goes, You got him to play it, didn't you?
0: I did, she says. That's
2: that's the point when Juliana just breaks down and giggles too.
0: It was so crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just right <laughs> Oh yeah, just it was it was beautiful.
2: Oh my god, his little watery eyes He just flew up. He's so happy. How does he have that kind of lung capacity? Oh my god
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a blunder?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was that was excellent. We should do that again. It's, I don't think we Please can. Please don't do it again.
2: <laughs> it's fine. Look, it's fine. It's definitely <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. We, we went through enough alleys. I don't think anybody caught us.
1: No. Right, so about this job from the high captain then. <sighs>
0: uh, he wants us to travel to werewolf
2: planet and hold, steal a sword hold thing. Up, hold, you what? Up. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> Can we just take a breath for 5 seconds and then start that again?
1: <laughs> sure. Kind of on tenterhooks about the whole going to werewolf planet thing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cacophony burst into giggles again. At which point Kara pipes up.
1: Kara <laughs> pipes up with it's not actually it's not Vote on Prime, it's uh it's 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 another sphere, but it is in the Vodoni Commonwealth. So,
2: okay. <laughs> So, <laughs>
0: okay, well, she's totally useless. <laughs> let me, let me go become, let me go, I'll, I'll become a win, and then I'll be more useful. Yeah, could Cacophony you please? Says, giggling, and then disappears down the stairs briefly, and then returns wearing, um, today she's wearing basketball shorts that go down to about her knees, but she's still got a hoodie, and this one, for some re- reason, says Pirate University on it.
2: Why do she keep getting these universities? <laughs>
0: Did you get that in stuff? <laughs> yeah. Wait, I didn't even... It was on top of the pile of those um, weird little figures carved out of wood that said things about the gods on them.
2: Oh, the ones where if you, like, lifted up the barrel, there was a little ding-dong down there? Yeah. Ugh. Look, at least, you- did you pay for it at least? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Not that this isn't riveting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, sorry look Ridian's interested in giving us the job it's he's calling it like basically an antique uh something from his ancestor that he wants us to pick up he's I really think he's playing it off as being way more casual than it is. He wants a sword huh you you remember when you mentioned black jammer yeah, I think it's black
0: jammer sword
2: yeah. He wants you to steal Blackjammers' cutlass?
0: Yeah. Yes, that one.
2: Yeah. That, where is it? See, that, that sounds like that's as bad as a thing as I thought it might be, because he's trying to play it off like it doesn't fucking matter, and I'm pretty sure it matters. Where where, where, where is it? Where did he found it? Where? What? The thing is that the reason that he needs someone that's not associated with him is because it's in the territory of another pirate captain. Yeah,
1: it's in Captain Pariah's territory if it's in the Vodoti Commonwealth shit.
2: Yeah, and it's and this and it's in this Vidoni thing. Shit.
0: Who's Captain Pariah?
1: Captain Pariah is another one of the high captains. And how bad are ah. they? Uh, she's not great. I mean, yeah. she willingly called herself Pariah. Maybe she was just going through a phase. I don't know. Well, she is a Tiefling, so I feel like that's a factor.
2: Oh, great Tieflings. So yeah. Here's the thing, though. I don't know if this is, I still don't know if this is reliable or not, but if it is, Ridian might not be as secure here as he wants everybody to think it is, which means that getting somebody who's completely unassociated with him, especially somebody with people that are as green as we are, and she gestures to herself in cacophony on board, means that he might be more than a little bit desperate to get his hands on this thing. Which means that if we turn the job down
1: we are a liability.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. But Indeed. if we take it then we probably got some material to bargain with to get a better deal out of it. Or at the very least to buff up the ship a little before we head there because he's still got a vested interest in us getting it for him. <sighs> I mean I really
1: want to see what Blackjammer's cutlass looks like.
2: So, what so, so what what is it about this thing? Uh it was uh
1: well, okay, Blackjammer was one of the original 7 captains who started the Parliament of the 7 Captains. He's one of the most legendary pirates in Wild Space. Disappeared a while ago and then his ship reappeared but his daughter took over captaincy, so it was assumed that he was dead. And honestly, it's been 500 years, so if he wasn't before, he is now. Not a lot is known about him, honestly. Not even really his real name. Oh, good. So Blackjammer is a made-up name. Um, well, I mean, he, it got passed down to all of his descendants, so it's a real name now?
0: <laughs> Sleep well, I might kill you in the morning. What? what? Don't worry about it.
2: This whole thing stinks. This whole thing's a colossally bad idea, but I think we're kind of hosed regardless now, so I guess we should make the most of it.
1: Alright, so we're taking the deal. What's the alternative? Die. (laughs) Or spend the rest of our lives on the run and then die. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like taking the deal in that case. I've I've spent most of my life on the run. Honestly, it would make little difference to me. But I like the idea of being on the run from a noble who is not space-bound and not from a pirate who is space-bound.
1: With a ship that can teleport anywhere in the universe, yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: exactly, exactly, exactly. That's not great.
2: If we want to try and milk this a little, that might be something we can do. Obviously, uh, we can probably tread pretty fucking carefully there. but. Look, here's the thing. If you were to put it on a scale of about one mm, to, oh, let's pick a random number, 20, in terms of charisma, I'd be about
0: an eight. <laughs> well, I, I could probably handle the, um, the talk up. Yeah. Now, when do
2: you think you, I, I feel like you'd have the better head between the two of us.
0: I, I should probably do it and not cacophony. Yes. Right. So you might
2: be able to talk us into something if we actually figure out what we want to get out of him beforehand. Like, Yes, I agree with that. If, like, if you have a, any kind of inkling of what kind of wild space we're going into, Captain, is, is there anything that we could use on the ship that would up our chance of surviving this incredibly bad idea? Uh,
1: like, in terms of leverage? I'm not sure.
0: Or even in terms of we've realized how dangerous this is. Uh, could we at least get the ship upgraded to X?
1: Yeah, like... We could probably get some better cannons out of the deal.
0: Sure. All right, that sounds good to me.
1: The thing is that cannons are heavy, which means we're slower when we have
2: them. Well, is there anything we can do on, like, the hull, for instance, in case we get another bathysphere through it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh...
1: Yeah, I think if, like, the last patch job was, like, good but not great, if we can get a reinforced
2: hull, that would would help. Would that... like would that hurt our speed or anything, or
1: not not to the degree that having cannons would
2: okay, anything else you can possibly think of, any kind of gear or anything, or like an advance maybe that we could use to to like armor up I'd say yeah ask, ask for half in advance. How much did they offer you by the way? he said fifteen hundred, okay,
1: yeah, get half of that in advance if you can, okay,
0: yes, ma'am are you
2: seriously gonna have us do this on on instead of you i should
1: come along shouldn't i
2: at least to introduce yourself shit all right
1: let's go let's go let's go talk to the captain
0: let me get out of sweats says (laughs) win i i don't especially dress up this way but i would frankly prefer not being in sweatpants um and she disappears briefly and comes back and as expected, Wynn does dress down a lot. She's just wearing, like, simple black sla- uh, simple black slacks, um, black boots, and-, and basically a white button-down top that she's tucked in. She looks very professional, but like a waiter.
2: So you're, you're a negotiator here, then?
0: I suppose I am.
2: Are you ready for that? Are you cool with that?
0: I'm fine with negotiating. Okay. And I will not even include any conning in there, because that is how I lost my ears.
2: Much obliged. The part of my ears. Also, he'd probably, like cut us from nose to navel if we tried to con him. Yes.
1: Yeah, uh, as much of the truth as we can tell,
2: please. Also, uh... Alviva might be out of commission for a while if we can't figure this ring thing out.
1: (sighs) All right. I guess we'll just have to work around that until we can get that ring off of her.
2: Great! Love it. Let's... Yeah, I'm gonna... Okay, let's let's go. Actually, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna change into my armor so I at least look like professional.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Okay, so Gilliana gets changed, Cacophony gets changed. You guys and uh the captain head back up to the Providence, which uh is slightly less decorated since there's now not a party being hosted there. Really? Because decorated. I would have
2: expected that at this
1: hour that there still would be a little bit of a party. <laughs> There's, like, a couple of people passed out on the gangplank, and you can see, like, Chastity with a push broom, like, sweeping all of the <laughs> bottles
0: off of the deck. Awesome. Wynne is completely unrecognizable from co- Cacophony, because that's what the charlatan background gives me.
1: Yep, yep, so she doesn't even glance at uh, at Wyn.
0: Nope. Jillian is gonna, like, elbow Wynne a little. Wynne has high enough deception that she doesn't even glance at ch- Chastity. <laughs> she just kind of... Glances idly towards uh, Jill and shakes her head once.
2: Jill just kind of shrugs. Okay.
1: That same uh, that same footman type pirate uh, comes and approaches you guys as you head up to the deck. Says, so you're here to see the captain, are you? Yes, sir. Right this way. And he walks you towards the captain's quarters. Does an official little knock on the door. And you hear from inside. Yes, yes, yes. Whatever it is. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking asshole. uh the cap. uh i guess i gotta keep referring to the different captains now by name because they're both the captain yeah captain bondar uh opens the door and leads the way in uh the inside of this cabin is gigantic like easily 10 times the size of uh of captain bondar's quarters (laughs) not quite 10 times the size of your guys' ship but it is pretty big um and you see that uh There is a big official-looking writing desk across the room that's very ornately carved that uh, Captain Ridian is sitting in. And then off to the side, you can see a rather comfy-looking stuffed chair in which is sitting a very familiar blonde wolf boy. He's very casually kind of draped over the arms of the chair. He refuses to sit in it properly. (laughs) Juliana blanches.
0: Wynn acts like she has no recognition of either of these people.
1: Yeah, Max glances Giuliana's way and gives her a little wave. Like with the wiggly
2: fingers.
0: <sighs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's that's a real noise that Gilliana is making under her breath. <laughs> she just kind of like scowls and stares at the floor.
1: <laughs> so Ridian finally looks up from whatever it is he's doing at the desk. It's possible he's faking whatever it is he's doing at the desk for dramatic effect. <laughs> but he looks up and he goes, "Ah, oh, yes, the delegation from, hmm. And he kind of stops and looks at Captain Bondar. Then he goes, continues, the conti- the delegation from uh, from the, the pigeon, was it? To which Captain Bondar replies, it's the Kestrel. The Kestrel, yes, yes, yes. So have you given any thought to my offer? And to which Captain Bondar's like, we have conditions.
0: Uh, we have conditions, sir. Uh Because when Juliana and the others brought this information to us, uh, we have realized the utmost danger we are going to be in. uh, We would like for some extra protection, or perhaps arms, uh, such as cannons, to be added to our ship, as well as half of the payment up front. Not cannons. Oh, not cannons. Are we going for the... um, A hull plating. Or hull plating would be preferable.
1: Uh, Yes, 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 I suppose I can give you, mm, let's say a...
0: Third up front. Wynne glances towards the captain to see how she feels about that.
1: The captain gives a little nod.
0: A third would be amenable.
1: Mm, I can arrange for the whole plating, of course. That shouldn't be too difficult. And because I am feeling particularly generous today, I'll give you even more assistance. Max, go with them, would you? Juliana kind of like... <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> to his credit, Max is only smirking a little bit.
0: Uh, so, Kaka, well, Wynn doesn't understand what that means, but luckily, I have a little something called a mind-reading pendant. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to use that right now on Jilliana so I can figure out what in the world she wants. <laughs> All right, there's a saving throw for that, right? There is a saving throw. Oh my god, uh, Hold on. What is it? I- I'm pretty sure it's wisdom, but let me double check that. Oh my it's god, a- It's a okay.
1: pendant of detect thoughts. Um, You initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature, what is on its mind at the moment. As an action, you can shift your attention to another creature's thoughts or attempt to probe deeper into the same creature's it's mind. It's an
0: intelligence saving throw. Oh, it's an it- oh no, sorry, wisdom saving throw. It's intelligence. Yeah, Wait, it's, it's, it's intelligence for me to go. It's it's wisdom, but intelligence for me to go deeper.
2: Okay, so wisdom save. Okay. Oh my god, I hope I fail this. Okay, it's a
0: twelve. <laughs> you do fail it. Oh my god. Okay. 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 Give me a sec. <laughs> okay. 'cause this is when being like what is that noise supposed to be?
2: Okay, you're, <laughs> so you're picking up the surface thoughts then. Yes. Okay, so it's a lot of like fuck a 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 <laughs> fuck a Oh my <goodness. laughs> god, what's what's going on? No, no. no. And you definitely see, like, very brief, like, panic glimpses of, like, the walk home, the nice moonlight, (laughs) the little formal
0: bow, uh, definitely the hand kiss at the party. And she's just like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Winch just delicately lifts her hand to her nose and pinches the bridge of her nose for a brief moment (laughs) and then releases. uh, And she says... We unfortunately don't have much room on board, so he would probably have to stay in the stern castle or our armory to sleep.
1: At which point Max is like, oh, it's fine. I can make my- myself at home anywhere, really. Then I would, of course, be happy to help you on your little adventure.
0: Of course. She glances to the captain again.
1: <laughs> the captain kind of gives a shrug.
0: She then glances back over to Jill.
2: <laughs> Juliana is making a very high-pitched noise and is ex- and is trying very hard to control her face, but it's not working very well.
0: And she glances back to Max and she goes, "And of course, um, we do happen to have some people on board and it might be perhaps best if um I don't I don't frankly know where I'm going with this. Um, but fine. Welcome aboard, Max. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you." "Pleasure to meet Europe. you too."
1: I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. I'm Wynn. Wynn. nice to meet you. And then Max turns to the captain, if that, if that will be all, captain. To which Captain Ridian is like, yes, 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 yes. Uh, do go get me my cutlass now, won't you? And the captain seems to take that as, Captain uh, Bondar seems to take that as a dismissal and uh, turns and starts ushering you guys out of the room. Yeah, Juliana needs ushering. <laughs> yeah, and as as you guys are going, you hear one last little exchange. Captain Ridian says, oh, and Max, to which Max says, yes, Captain, <laughs> do take Artie with you, won't you? Max kind of, you see Max kind of stiffen and kind of, there's a little annoyed little cock to the head and he's like, of course, Captain. And then he follows you guys out. <laughs> so before we head back to your ship, there's someone I need to fetch. All right. All right. Rio, what's your character doing right now?
3: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. So there was just a, we, there was a party last night, so probably still passed out. I'll be <laughs> honest. He's, he's passed out in his party clothes, probably face down near some body of water and with something still in his head. Who knows what it is?
2: Please tell me he's one of the people that Chastity has been like pushing with a broom. <gasps> oh, yes yes, 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 yes,
3: yes, 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 he is. <laughs> He is, he is indeed. He kind of kicks one foot like, not, nah, not nah, leave me alone. I'm not, nah. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Max heads over to
1: the other side of the deck where Chastity is indeed trying to uh, shove a uh, particularly odd-looking man off of the deck. Uh, Rio, if you could describe your character, please.
3: Yes, a bit shorter than average. Uh, especially it- these hulking giants of pirates.
0: <laughs> Still the tallest. That's all I ask. <laughs>
3: <laughs> With just riotous red hair and very blue uh, skin, you see a what appears to be a mer person. We'll say that a Triton. Uh, he, his clothing is we'll say fancy for now, but his face—you know, when it's not all sleepy and drunk—is something like that and smug. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to the party, handsome boy. <laughs> <laughs> they said it, not me.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Max comes over and he kind of nudges Artie with his foot. Artie! Uh, what? Artie! What? What? We have a very important mission, Artie. Does it involve more drinking? Later, maybe. What will you have of me? <laughs> We need to go
3: on a ship with some ladies, ladies and help them um, get a sword. I am all awake. I am awake and ready to go. <laughs> Wait, what sword? A sword. Don't worry about it. All right. And he he gets up, dusts himself off, and he's so short. He's so short compared to this man. How could you do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is him. How could you do this to me, universe? Gods? God. Art, Artie, are you blaming the gods
1: for being short again? You shouldn't be so high! <laughs> I can just- I can put my shoes down and put my knees in them if that's what you want, Artie.
3: You say that, but you never commit.
1: You're right. I don't commit to it, Artie. We need to go now.
3: Fine. Fine. Let me get my things.
0: Hello, Artie, says Wyn.
3: Oh, hello, lovely ladies. Hi. (laughs) How very nice to meet you. Let me be off. Uh, He goes (laughs) and gets his stuff, I guess, since he was passed out on the floor. So Artie goes off and fetches his
1: stuff. And uh, you guys all head back to the Kestrel. Mm -hmm. Is this a punishment? (laughs) Max is like, we'll see. Quick admin note: uh, Vicky will not be able to uh, make it consistently in the next couple of sessions. So, as you can probably tell, we came up with a reason for her to drop in and out. And in the meantime, uh, Rio is going to be pinch hitting for her with their wonderful new character Arturos, who we all nicknamed Artie. Yes, <laughs> I'm
2: very excited about this fucking idiot. The file
3: name was Artie. I figured it was fine. <laughs> it, it is. It is totally fine. But I love that. <laughs> He has no respect.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a very dweeby name. I love it. Thank you. Okay, as you guys are uh, on your way back to the ship, uh, there is a fizzling noise, and Alviva pops back
3: in. Do your friends always pop in like this? Uh, It's a recent development. How are Uh, you feeling?
0: She put on a cursed ring. I don't know how long she's here, honestly.
3: A cursed
2: ring. Yeah, we need to... Look, I, I, I might be able to actually, like, do something about that, but I, I would really feel better if we got some research on that soon. Oh, let me introduce
3: myself. I am Arturos. It is a pleasure to meet you.
2: I thought it was Artie. Mm, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> We're under surveillance, apparently. <laughs> Max gives a little wave. <laughs> <laughs> Juliana narrows her eyes. Mm, that's fine. Wynne turns to
1: keep walking back towards the ship. All right, you get back to the ship. I assume you, uh, well, the captain's with you, so she updates the rest of the crew on, uh, the situation. Uh, and then, um, Arturos, uh, you are instructed to, uh, find a bunk. Well,
3: where might one sleep? Uh, the
1: captain looks at you and goes, uh, I think Finn and Mr. Hurst have a spare bed in their room. Oh, lovely. And
3: who is Mr. Hurst and Finn?
1: <laughs> there's a polite cough from behind you. You turn around and you see an eight-foot-tall hippo man.
3: <laughs> he starts at eye level and just goes up and up and up and <laughs> up. Oh, I see. Well, hello, friend. Hi, how you doing? Um, <laughs> I wish I had worn my heels, but nonetheless, I suppose we shall be sleeping in the same room.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, we've got-, we've got everybody else is full, so um, it's either the cargo bay or uh, with us, to which you hear Max behind you say, I'll take the cargo bay!
0: <laughs> of course. Wynne also pokes her head out of her and Alviva's room and goes, do you need heels? I have extra sets. <laughs> you have extra? Mm-hmm. How many inches do you want? Oh, I-
3: I've never been asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> Usually the shoemakers just look at me funny and then give me something. I don't know.
0: I mean, how are you used to?
3: Probably like an inch or two off the ground.
0: One moment. And she closes the door with an audible slam. There's some rooting around. Um, Alviva, if you're in the room with her, you probably get bonked on the head by a shoe. <laughs> uh, just one? Just one. <laughs> and then a moment later, uh, Zilwyn sticks her head back out and offers Artie some shoes. These are so beautiful. They're probably covered a sequence.
1: These are amazing! Please tell me at least one of them is like those Beyonce single lady, like, ballet flats with the spike heel on them.
0: Abso-fucking-lutely. And, um, as she holds them out, which do you want? There's, like, a sensible set, uh, which- there's a sensible set, and then there's, like, four non-sensible sets. So there's, like, four spike heels, there's, like, platform shoes that are, for some reason, like, a foot high.
3: A foot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I feel. Artie definitely tries the foot high platform heels, but he falls over. <laughs> I don't think these will work, unfortunately. Alright. I'm just not up to that caliber. The spikes? The spikes? Hmm. He will try the spikes, and then it will get wedged in a hole on the deck.
0: <laughs> she then just gives him the more sensible heel. <laughs>
3: Something is better than nothing, darling. <laughs> I appreciate you.
1: <laughs> it is at this point that Finn comes out of the galley and takes a look out to see what's going on. Uh, Artie, finally, someone is shorter than you are.
0: <laughs> oh, my dear friend! Hello! <laughs> Wynn from behind Artie sign, signs it. Uh, he says hello to Finn.
1: <laughs> Finn just kind of gives a little wave and then slowly retreats back into the galley. <laughs>
3: Such a cute little muppet.
2: (laughs) You know, it must be a real blessing to be deaf when you're around this many loud people.
0: (laughs) Probably, says Wynne. And then she takes her other shoes back and disappears back into her her and Alviva's room. (laughs)
3: Loud? Who is being loud? (laughs) Can't imagine. As my mother says, it's not, I'm not loud, it's just my culture. All right, so before we uh,
1: time skip to uh, post-New Hull being fitted, is there anything else anybody wants to take care of?
2: Yeah, I've got a couple errands. Okie dokie. First off, like, Juliana's gonna try to, like, pull the captain aside at some point where they're not within immediate earshot of Arturos or Max. Okay.
0: (laughs) So, Juliana, if you want me to be distraction during this time to double check that they aren't- You got it. Wins on (laughs) it. (laughs) So,
2: one thing- that's probably a little more sensitive. I, I don't know with with these guys. Um, you mentioned we might be able to find a code breaker here for for some of Navarro's notes. Mm-hmm. Has that been looked into? Or I, I, it's look,
1: been looked into a little bit. But honestly, there's um, the people here who could do that. I'm not sure I trust. Yeah, that was my thought. That said, if we've got two of them on the boat and they can't go anywhere and their ability to screw us is limited, one of them might be able to help. You think? Maybe. I don't know. You, you've you spent more time with at least one of them than I have. What's your, what's your opinion? Uh,
2: well, between the two of them, Arturo seems to have one of those, like, glassy looks in his eye. Like he's maybe not particularly smart. <laughs> Call it a hunch. Uh-huh. I mean, Max seems like he'd probably stab somebody in the back just as soon as look at them. That seems like the kind of person that would know about subterfuge. Yeah, but the stabbing part, though. Yeah, I know. And he seemed pretty firmly in Ridian's pocket, so I, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Pe- people who are that close to the figures of authority like that in this line of work... Their backstabbing uh, instincts are mostly directed upwards. Hmm.
2: I don't know. I'm honestly, I'm having a really hard time getting a read on that one. Yeah, you're not alone. Mm, great. Okay. All right. I guess. Only other thing I had. I. I, I mean, I guess I'll talk to him. I'll. Ugh. Do you want to like? Do you want to separate the parts that? Seem mostly like world eater culty, or or do you want him to take a look at like more of it? It's I, I'm I'm leaving the discretion up to you. I'm gonna start by separating out all the cult
1: stuff, and if if he proves marginally trustworthy on that, maybe then we'll have him take a look at the captain's private diary. That seems reasonable. Yeah.
2: Only other thing I really had was do you do you know. <sighs> When you've been out and around town, you've probably been in some of like the the less, you know, dress shoppy parts of town. Have you seen any artificers out and about that might be able to take a look at Alviva's ring? I mean, have have you been to stuff? <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've been to stuff. Okay. Well, you survived, so that that's good. Uh I mean, there's no telling what you'll find there. I don't think there's like act- an artificer per se, but Oof.
2: there is an apothecary. That might be a start. I don't know. Somebody that knows about curses better than I do, because I've never, I've never removed one before. I, and I've, I've honestly never seen one that makes somebody maybe blip out of space and time. I, I can't quite tell what's going on there. Oh, well, if you're looking into the curse, there is another option there.
1: I don't like it, though. What? So near the Providence itself, there's this nightclub called Gehenna, and the owner uh-huh. apparently knows stuff about stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. But bad idea.
2: Are there better ones? No. Uh, <laughs> nightclub, huh? Yeah i'll have to get win okay well maybe i don't know i'm so fucking tired of parties maybe win can handle that one that sounds cool okay i'll start separating those notes out all right i'll go talk to the new guys
0: uh to distract them win has uh Wynne has, with without most of her normal verve, uh, said let me introduce you to the rest of the crew grabbed them both by the arm and hauled them up up deck.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that is going about as well as you could expect it to. Perfect. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Arturos, uh, you and Max meet um, Kara, who you may have spotted a couple of times at the party last night. And uh, Lachlan, who is a uh, quite tall half orc gentleman. And Veli. And Veli. Veli is also there, although they kind of they, 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 co- they come upstairs. You say, let me introduce you. They kind of wave and then they go back down. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We will never know what Veli's deal is. <laughs> Veli is an enigma. <laughs>
2: Jill finds this entourage happening. It's like, hey, when mm? I could I could I get you for a favor? What you need? Uh, how do you feel about a nightclub? I know we like just went to a party. Um uh, fine. Yeah. Um, so. Apparently, there's a there's a nightclub called Gehenna near the Providence that um, the proprietor might know something about, like curses. Uh, and
0: for Aviva's sake, got it.
2: Yeah, and I mean, she was blipping with me last night. She might be blipping with you if she blips at all. I don't know how any of this works, and it's stressing
0: me out a lot. Uh, and you want me to go find out about it? And yeah. you said it's the owner.
2: Apparently, yeah. Proprietor, owner, something. I mm, got it. Uh, the captain seemed like pretty, pretty unsure about that. So, so be careful.
0: Okay, I'll um, I will go check on this. I'll see if Alviva wants to go too, just in case they end up not knowing by description and kind of want to peek at it. Yeah.
2: Um. So. If you can, if you can get me the scope of exactly what that curse looks like, um, I might be able to see. I just feel a lot better knowing anything about it before I tried to dispel anything and accidentally make things worse. Yeah, absolutely.
0: It's probably going to be a big I don't know or you guys are fucked. That's yeah, I'm
2: probably. But uh,
0: I'll be back. And uh, <laughs> wind drifts towards the stairs and and goes to her and Alviva's room and opens the door and goes, Alviva, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to an we're going to a nightclub. Come on. Lynn's in a great mood to be doing this. I want you to know that her roles today are, one, the worst case is the most likely case, and two, nothing matters and you just do what others tell you to. Oh, God.
2: Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. We going emo over here. We're going Oh, emo. God. It's
0: winter. It's winter mood.
2: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's not great. Well, maybe she'll still be, like, morosely charming. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you is, saying that in character? No.
0: <laughs> I hope I wish it was in character. Damn it, Rio.
1: <laughs> is anybody else going with
2: Win and Alviva? I don't know. Are you asking anyone to go?
0: <laughs> Win? Win probably just grab Alviva and leave, so probably not <laughs> unless I don't know who else is going to who else who else would fit the club scene. Mm. Actually, actually, when does Pause And go, Veli? Yes. It could be anything. They could be anyone. (laughs) Do you want to go to a club?
1: I don't not want to go to a nightclub. Come with. Okay. (laughs) Veli's coming with you. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you head back in the uh, same general direction as the Providence. Um, You may need to ask around to figure out where the club is, though.
0: Yeah, um, I I will. I will casually stop somebody and be like, Do you know where Gehenna is?
1: They kind of give you a look and then point down a side street.
0: (laughs) Thumbs up and head right down there.
1: All right. So uh, the exterior of Gehenna kind of looks like one of those like Caribbean colonial style houses. The building materials are surprisingly good considering that the rest of the town, so to speak, is mostly built out of spare ship parts. How much oonce can I hear? Not oonce, but you do hear piano music.
0: Oh, this is a lame club. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is the middle of the day. <laughs> oh, that's valid. So Cacophony kind of looks over Gehenna, glances back to Vela and Alviva. Are we ready? Alviva fizzles and disappears again. <sighs>
1: Gem Jammer is performed by Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Vicki Sharon, and it is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs were concepted by Rio, who you can find at VRiosArt on Twitter, and our cover art was illustrated by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. You can find more episodes of this show, as well as our other shows and news, at our website, crookedrussiancam.horse. You can find us on Twitter at CRCPodcasts and on Tumblr at crookedrussiancam.tumblr.com. If you want to support Support us, a like, rating, review, subscribe, wherever you find our podcast is super helpful and helps us get discovered. And if you want to give us some money, you can do that at patreon.com slash the gem jam or ko-fi.com So as a, as
0: a side note that's off topic from this game, in another game once, my character went to a strip club at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday and then was like, why is it so bad here right now?
3: Why indeed. <laughs> that's it. That's all I wanted to say.